0: Is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister? Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 24th, 2019. Strong Hand. Long-term thinking, offended by selling, value your wealth in Bitcoin, unconfiscatable. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Be a unique beast. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. All right. I just said Bitcoin a million times, but I want to thank someone who watches this show. He sent me Litecoin, of all things, over Cointigo. Again, Cointigo, Uh, C-O-I-N-T-I-G-O. And the person said it is nice that cointigo allows you to send bitcoin or litecoin over sms with no wi-fi and no bluetooth yes it is and it was very nice of you to send me that litecoin and it's like it's an interesting i i've mentioned it a few times now and people keep sending me stuff so I'll, I'll keep mentioning it it's you know people are uh, innovating uh, in in the space okay so let's let's move on to the news of the day Everything I talk about is linked to below. I did forget to link to Cointigo, but I spelled, it, I spelled it out for you guys. The great Bitcoin Tina, he's been on the show before, and uh, I met him in person before. He's a nice guy, great guy. Uh, he quotes – he's either quoting Matt Odell or Marty Bent or himself, and he says, there is no such thing as cold storage for centralized coin, for a centralized coin. And that is a great point. There is no such thing as cold storage for a centralized coin. You know, one day you're going to get your Fed coin sent to you. What, you're, you're going to put it on your uh, your Fed Trezor or whatever? Or you're going to put it on your Trezor or the equivalent? No. You, and you think it's in cold storage? It's not. Because if it's a centralized coin, they can just erase it. They can just erase it. It won't exist anymore. Remove it from the blockchain, whatever. Turn the blockchain back. Dude, if it's centralized, they can do anything. So yeah, that is a great point. There is no such thing as cold storage for centralized coins. I never thought of it like that before. Now let's talk about some privacy. Wasabiwallet.io. I linked to it below. Um, I messed up the other day. I said it was a phone wallet. It's a desktop wallet. Okay. Yeah, I, I can be wrong sometimes. Clearly I don't have it. There's also a fake one out there. And I linked to the article about that. So be very careful. Uh, also, there is a, an article that I haven't read yet, but everybody wants to hear about Wasabi Wallet how great it is. So I'm providing the link below, uh, and it is to uh, what is it called uh, Wasabi Wallet. Unfairly pr- is unfairly private. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good title. Pound that like button, people. So check that article out if you want to hear more about Wasabi Wallet. Yeah, I haven't played around with it yet, people, but. Uh, Good reviews there. Okay. Here is a uh, tweet from Phil Geiger. It's a long-term thinking uh, deferral gratification type of a tweet. Every Bitcoin all-time high so far has been followed by an 80% crash to a level that is higher than the previous all-time high. This isn't a bubble. It's what adoption looks like when demand is flexible but supply is utterly rigid. Okay, people. So you've got to get used to these cycles. <laughs> How about that? Yet yeah, we've seen it before. We'll see it again. Don't get a weak hand. Don't think it's the end of the world. Don't get depressed. He gives the reason why it happens. It's happened before. It's probably going to happen again. Um, and you know, we lived through this through uh, 2014 and 15. We're just repeating it now. So. Look forward to the halving, but we're not at the having yet. We're still over a year away, so you're going to have to deal. You're going to have to deal. And I'm here to remind you to have a strong hand. Get shirts and treasures and awesome stuff below, affiliate links below. Okie dokie, and follow me on TechBalt on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-E-L-T, and on Bitcoin Meister on Steemit, where this show is live right this second. Okay, so we did that tweet. Now this news, I'm sure you've heard about this. And by the way, this is good news for Coinbase. And I'll get to that in a, I, at the end, I'll say why it's good news for Coinbase. Hopefully, if I don't forget. Uh, you can go to bitcointradevolume.com as linked to below and some tweets that are linked to below to hear about this story. New research from Bit, from Bitwise Invest. As part of a 226 slide of 226 slides presented to the SEC on our ETF filing, we did a first of its kind analysis of order book data from all 81 exchanges reporting greater than a million dollars in Bitcoin volume on CoinMarketCap. 95% of reported volume is fake, but lots of good news. (laughs) All right. So I'm sure you've seen that headline. It is true. Uh, all those exchanges on CoinMarketCap that say they've got a million over a million dollars worth of, uh, a of, of volume, uh, of tradable volume in Bitcoin. Uh, they're lying. <laughs> it, it, there's all sorts of nonsense going on that you can read the report. Uh, you can read the tweet threads. They're very, they're very good too. So you don't have to read the entire report. Now, is this the end of the world? No, it's not the end of the world. I mean, you should have known this already. Why are you playing on these exchanges anyway? You're, you're, you're gambling your precious Bitcoin on exchanges that are lying about what's being traded on them. That they're, they're just making up numbers. Uh, this is what you get in this space. This is what you get. And well, it doesn't bother me very much. I, I hold my Bitcoin on my Trezor. So who cares what you're doing on some uh, exchange in Asia that is lying about everything that's on their exchange. Uh, But hey, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. You can go play over there if you want to. So let us read from this thread, again, from Bitwise Invest. Uh, When you remove fake volume, the real Bitcoin volume is quite healthy, given its market cap. Gold's market cap is $7 trillion with a spot volume of $37 billion, implying a 0.53% daily turnover. Bitcoin's $70 billion market cap would imply a 0.39% daily turnover. So that's 0.39% for Bitcoin, 0.53% daily turnover for gold. Uh, very much in line with that of gold. Only 10 exchanges have greater than a million dollars of real daily Bitcoin trade volume. Let me repeat that. Of those 81 exchanges, only 10 exchanges have greater than a million dollars of real daily Bitcoin trade volume. They are Binance, Bitfinex, Kraken, Bitstamp, Coinbase, Bitflyer USA, Gemini, ItBit, Bittrex, Poloniex. Okay, so Coinbase is one of them. That's why it's good news for Coinbase. People have been ragging on Coin. They're actually telling the truth about what they're trading over there. The amount is, or it, it appears they are at least. Uh, they're telling the truth more so than the others, than, than most of the others. So yeah, 95% trading fake trading volume. And Whale Panda really sums it up nicely here. And this is the reason why it's all fake. And by the way, check out Friday's This Week in Bitcoin. We talked about this subject matter. We talked about Coin Market CoinMarketCap. Uh, who was on the show? Uh, I'll get to. Uh, I'll say who was on. Ken was on the show, and uh, ooh, VJ was on the show. Somebody else was on the show. So somebody real, uh, real great was on the show, but I can't even remember who it was. So we'll go. I'll say that in a second. Um, who, who the other guy is that I can't remember. But check that out. It's linked to below. Saturday's show is also good. But again, Whale Panda says the exchanges can't get people trading on their – uh, he uses a bad word platform. So they create fake volume that shows up on coin market cap. Then their salespeople contact coin devs and say, look at coin market cap. We are a high volume exchange. Please give us a million dollars to list your coin. So there you go, people. That is a great reason why they're faking the exchange while they're faking their volume, they make themselves seem tremendous. Then they ask for bribes from altcoins to get on to to get to get on the exchange. They're like, well, we're ranked number uh, 10. We're ranked number 13 in the world. Look at this. You better pay us a lot of money to be on our exchange. And this has happened before. Hit BTC did this with uh, b Private back in the day, paid half a million dollars in Bitcoin. And, and of course, you've heard uh, what Dave Akers was on my show uh, last Thursday, not this Thursday, past Thursday, but the Thursday before that, um, hit BTC uh, eventually demanded even more money from uh, B Be private because B Be private had a coin burn and hit BTC tried to lie and say they lost uh, users B private in the coin burn, which is a lie, which it's impossible. Uh, and watch the Thursday show, you'll see why. But again, people are bothering um, excuse me, you're not bothering, but they're, they're stating on Twitter. To to Dave and I've seen this. They're they're like, well, why why don't you guys just pay HitBTC? Why don't you pay HitBTC what they want? HitBTC lies about their exchange volume. They lie about th- that they lost coins. And so, be private should just pay them their, their, uh, uh, their demand their extortion uh, money. And that's, that's ridiculous. But, but they put it great here. He says, HIPPTC demands money that they were not entitled to. Do you suggest paying everyone that asks for money that they are not entitled to? I mean, that's a great question. But there are people in this space that say, yeah, yeah. You pay pay the exchanges money they're not entitled to. Pay the exchanges when they lied. It's ridiculous. you got to take a stand at some point against uh, – uh, 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 or, or else they will just walk right over you, and they're and they're going to be able to in the future demand these type of ransoms from all sorts of coins and people. Hit BTC lies, and they, they lied about the B Private situation. They lie about their uh their with what trading, their trading volume. But everybody, they're all lying, so they all can play this game with every coin out there and demand in, in the future if they're if their financial situations aren't looking too. Or, Too bright. They can say, "Oh, you had a coin burn, or you had some issue, and we we lost your coins because it was your fault." And now, now give us coins back. Give us your coins that we lost. That's what's going on at HitBTC. They didn't. The only thing they possibly could have lost was coins that they 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 the 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 private keys of the Bitcoin that they had. If they were trying, if they were going to claim to be private for themselves instead of giving it to their users that's the only again you watch the thursday show but it's just it baffles my mind how there are people out there on twitter and they make themselves publicly to them just just pay the ransom pay the ransom i can't they don't say pay but that's what it is pay the ransom absolutely you stand for nothing dave dave at b pride he has conviction he stands for something you don't you don't pay off a a freaking uh, extortion racket like that you don't do that you just don't do that and again these exchange again so let, let's go back so exchanges they they lie about their value another this exchange tries to extort extort coins out of money um so this is what you get people when you- and then you guys complain well i was trading some third tier altcoin and i lost everything and then they wouldn't give me my bitcoin back Dude, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. It's all out there. Don't deal with these exchanges. Do, do if you want to do, I guess deal with those 10 that are somewhat honest that I read. I mean, again, Coinbase, lo- love them or hate them, they're not faking like faking it like the other ones are. They're not. And again, you it, it I want to use a decentralized thing. The very least you can do if you if you consider yourself to be a trader or whatever, use BISC. Try BISC out, okay? there you don't have to bribe anyone to be on there they don't try to extort you and it's it's de- it's decentralized as it gets in terms of uh, exchanges all right and it's a, it's a learning experience it's a learning test it tests your uh, crypto skills if you really know how to send bitcoin which most people on these exchanges i don't think they even know how to send half the coins that are on there how to store half the coins they keep them on the exchanges and again all this stuff that i have just said about the exchanges and then you're all in shock when there's exit scams. And then you're all in shock when they get hacked. Okay? They openly extort. They openly lie. And then you're in shock when they get hacked. You're an 80%er probably. I don't know what you are if, you, if you're in shock. If you still want to store your coins at these places. It's unbelievable. But again, there are people out there on Twitter who say pay the, pay the extortionists. So they're the same ones keeping their coins there. Good luck. Don't come to me saying Meister, because you've got Bitcoin. Now you've got to, we want you to be taxed to to pay for our losses. It it ain't going to work that way. That's Bitcoin's unconfiscatable. Pound that like button. All right. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. That is real life. That's why this freaking show is the best one out there because it's not telling you to do insane things. It's telling you to do boring things. You hold your Bitcoin, you don't play around with these nonsense exchanges. And in the long run... You will be very happy, but most people are impulsive. Most people can not they are they, unable to defer gratification. And uh, hey, you can get that. You can—you can go that way if you want to, or you can go this way. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I'd rather get with this because this is where it's at. Oh, <laughs> remember that one, people! Pound that like button. All right, so i can hardly remember that one that's from being a kid okay uh continuing what do we have here oh we talked about Dave. oh i talked about that long than i was planning to bitcoin's true market dominance somebody uh I, I found this story on my own and then somebody in the chat brought this uh article up the other day it's by jp thor i don't know how the guy's name is pronounced it's called bitcoin's true market dominance analyzing bitcoin's true market dominance Taking liquidity into account, a new metric, volume-weighted cap, is derived and shows is derived and shows that Bitcoin has Pareto dominance, greater than 80% on the market. Um, good. That's a new way of analyzing uh, the statistics. Maybe he flushes out all the nonsense uh, altcoins that uh, are inflated trading volume on all those uh, exchanges that were just mentioned okay yeah bitcoin is that do- you know i don't i don't need to make up a new measurement okay i know that bitcoin is the dominant one out there is it 80% is it 60% is it 50% who knows you you want to deal with the best one you want to deal with the rock sure there's some other top tier altcoins why you're going to deal with the seventh tier ones on all these shady exchanges is beyond my comprehension well it's because you think you think your coin is the next bitcoin you think you have some magical insight you don't you really don't okay so hey you might get lucky once you might get and then but no and then you and then you keep gambling again gambling is luck Just get, some gamblers win they definitely win you're walking around vegas atlantic city wherever you see people winning at the slot machine you definitely do but they're an outlier, and it's luck. It's total luck. And that's what you're – with these fifth-tier and sixth-tier points, eighth-tier coins, 20th-tier eighth coins, 20th coins, that's what you're getting. And I can't believe people still want to do it. But people are going to still – They're the 80%ers are going to come. They still haven't come yet. We haven't seen the true altcoin pump yet, okay? That's not me encouraging you to play there. That's just me telling you there's a lot of people yet to enter this space, and they love gambling. You see the world around you. If you still go outside, I guess, you see how people have no long-term thinking, how they pound their faces with all sorts of foods, become fat, get cancer, wants the government to take care of them and everything. Most people are impulsive like that. They're impulsive in every aspect of their lives. So they'll be impulsive in cryptocurrency also. They're already impulsive in, in their financial dealings. They're in debt totally. They'll get into cryptocurrency in debt. They'll just pay with their coins for their coins with credit cards and such. Okay, so, uh, but we've discussed all this in the past. Yeah, and I, so yeah, Ken Bozak. How could I forget that Ken was on my show? I mean, it was as if I was doing what Ken Bozak does a lot, and my short-term memory had gone away. So, yeah, it was Ken, (laughs) Ken, VJ and Hass. I don't even remember. I think I know. Did I remember? I don't even remember what I didn't remember. Pound that like button. I'm not making much sense. So, Chris. My buddy, Chris, who's the guy behind the Mimblewimble coin crypto dividend. Yes, he's messing around with Mimblewimble, which is the altcoin flavor of the month. And he's going to give it to all of us Bitcoin holders for free. And then we can do whatever we want to do with it. If we think Mimblewimble is cool, then I guess you can hold it. If you want more Bitcoin, then you can turn it into Bitcoin. It's free. I'm not complaining. The airdrop is starts the signup starts on 420. Speaking of Ken Bozak, speaking of short-term memory loss, uh, 420. Uh, so yeah, check that out. But Chris's article, it it, it taught, it's called "Are You a Bitcoin Capitalist or a Bitcoin Socialist?" So again, we have people out there who immediately will attack Chris because he's he's making a crypto dividend for Bitcoin immediately he's like some type of uh, criminal or a horrible horrible evil evil person how could anyone want to to even deal with a person like chris even though they've never met chris in person you know i've met chris in person he's a great guy um and so chris wonders you know like you know he's being productive he's 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 producing a coin we're getting it for free people can make money off where's the harm here there's no harm here there's only harm here if you think that what Chris is doing is a threat to Bitcoin. It is not a threat to Bitcoin. You do not have true confidence in Bitcoin if you think all these altcoins could destroy Bitcoin. Because they can't. They can't. You you don't have true confidence in Bitcoin if you think these friendly fork, friendly airdrop crypto dividends are somehow against Bitcoin. They're not. There's some that are completely ridiculous, like Super BTC and all those. They were just ridiculous. They weren't threats. If you could claim them safely then you could claim them safely. Good for you. Good for the guy in China who made them up. I don't care. Um, they're crypto they're their ways of getting interest on your Bitcoin. One time dividend payments. And we're going to talk about a uh, BlockFi who was doing interest the other way. When you gave them your Bitcoin and they would supposedly give you interest, okay? I would much rather control my private key And get these free airdrops get these free crypto dividends get these free forks whatever you want to call them and and just be like thanks chris you did something um you you can and again is chris doing this out of charity no he's not doing it out of charity he and his team they'll make some money off of this oh what a sin he made money off of giving us free coins because we held bitcoin it keeps our hands stronger it is encouragement to hold your bitcoin getting these crypto dividends and yeah, they all have little gimmicks, whatever, whatever, dude, good luck. May may they become first tier altcoins. I don't care But there are going to be small coins that survive. You want the crypto dividends you get for free. You want them to be successful for as long as possible so you can turn them into Bitcoin, more Bitcoin. Again, value your wealth in Bitcoin or do you value it in, uh, you know, I don't know. it in like yelling at people on Twitter and saying that they are doing the wrong thing. All right. So Henry Law sent me 50 Hong Kong dollars. He said, talk to some OTC people in Hong Kong recently. Wealthy people are buying thousands of Bitcoin for their family funds since the drop from 6,000 to 3,000. Hold. Dude, that's great news. It doesn't shock me. People in Hong Kong are smart. They're long-term thinkers. They're savers. Guess what? People in America aren't doing that. Well, probably some are, but probably more uh, percentage-wise, more are doing it in Hong Kong and Singapore than are doing it in America. But uh, no, people should again. This is great. I'm going to read it again. Well, and people wonder why wealthy people are wealthy. Wealthy people are buying thousands of Bitcoin for their family funds since the drop from six K to three thousand for six thousand dollars or three thousand dollars. Yeah, because wealthy people have everyone tries to criminalize wealthy people try to make them look they're lucky no they're long-term thinkers they're savers and that's what those people in hong kong are doing good for them may they become come even wealthier may they become examples for all the schlobs out there who cry and scream so they stop crying and screaming and try to follow good examples of savers okay and you don't don't and don't envy the wealthy emulate the wealthy emulate what they're doing they're saving they just don't buy fancy cars. That's not how they get wealthy. They buy some fancy cars on the side, but they invest again. They they continue to invest and save. You, if you're a poor person, you can only do one one of the two things. You can you can either invest and save, or you can spend. You really can't do both. Okay, so don't be a wild spender. Don't if you're poor and you buy a Lamborghini, you're gonna end up. You're gonna stay poor. If you're poor and you follow what Henry's buddies are doing in Hong Kong, you're going to end up rich. Pound that like button. Yeah, it's late at night. Just keep the voice down. We're sleeping. Uh, it's a religious neighborhood around here. Should should be. a. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, yeah, read Chris's article that I described above. Um, it's a good one. So let's talk about Block 5 real quick. They posted it themselves. I linked to it. And I linked a tweet about it also, and I'm going to read it. We also saw unanticipated demand for business for businesses like crypto hedge funds and VC firms. We found that these firms open large accounts on our platform as a way to bolster their returns. From the start, BIA was meant to be a consumer-focused product. While we greatly appreciate the widespread adoption of BlockFi's products. Our mission is to provide the average crypto investor with the tools to build their wealth and invite new participants into the ecosystem. As a result, starting in April on April 1st, only BIA balances of up to and including 25 Bitcoin or 500 Ethereum equivalent to roughly $100,000 to $70,000 respectively will, will earn the 6.2% APY interest rate. All balances above that limit will earn a tiered rate of 2% interest. So, you know, everybody thought, oh, the 6% interest rate, let's let's give them a lot of my Bitcoin. And suddenly they say, no, we can't do that for everyone. <laughs> if you give us too much Bitcoin and Ethereum, we can only give you 2% interest rate. I mean, this, 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 does this sound good to you? Does this sound normal to you? Does this sound like someone you want, you'd want want to hand over your Bitcoin and Ethereum to? One day they're saying you're going to get 6%, 6% interest. Then the next day they say, oh, we got too much business. So we're only going to give 2% interest over a certain level. And then under that level, you get 6%. David Silver, a securities fraud and investment loss attorney, says this about the situation, and I link to it below. I don't often say I told you so, but I told you so. Get your money and crypto out fast. At least they're not faking interest payments and stealing money. I guess that's a good thing. Hey, dudes, if you want to play with some third party that says you're going to get interest, then you're going to get what you're going to get, dudes. Um, Control your own private key and just collect those crypto dividends. Uh, it would be my recommendation. Never give up your, your precious Bitcoin to some third party that one day says they're going to give you 6%. And the next day says they're going to give you 2%. Then what are they going to say the day after that? That's a, good, a really good question, isn't it? Listen to what David Silvery, a securities and fraud investment loss attorney, had to say. How about that? So Whale Panda says, been dealing with bank issues again all morning. We blocked your account to protect you. It's incredibly frustrating, but at the same time, confirms my long-term bull case for Bitcoin. I mean, that is just a a very basic reminder uh, of the glory of Bitcoin. Uh, There is no fine print with Bitcoin, where it it can say, oh, well, you can't get your Bitcoin now. If you control your Bitcoin, have it on your Trezor, you get it. If you got your money in Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citibank, whatever, some Canadian bank, they could just say, "Well, there was some fine print, and we're having some issues, and you can't get your money from us." It was funny on on Twitter after I retweeted that tweet. That and this is just like a foundational principle of Bitcoin, by the way. It's, it's a foundational principle that, that you don't have to you don't have to deal with these banks. The reason you get into Bitcoin is was you really control your own wealth. With banks, you do not. That's a foundational principle. But people yet people still don't get it. Somebody on Twitter. After I retweeted, he was a follower of mine, so he only heard about it through me. So he replied to uh, Whale Panda and myself. He's like, "Why are you complaining about this now? There's, there's small, you know, you're only saying this because it's a bear market. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Like, dude, he's sharing this story to remind everyone how stupid it is to keep your money in a bank <laughs> compared to holding it with Bitcoin. And not how stupid, but, but how risky. I shouldn't say stupid. That that Bitcoin." Is is much less risky controlling your private key than having your wealth at some bank. That it's if not your keys, not your coin. Okay. Uh if, if you if you don't, and again, you don't control your keys with a bank. They control everything. They control your uh whether it be with a Bitcoin bank at, at BlockFi or just a regular uh, uh a regular fiat bank. They control it. So I I I mean again, Real Panda is giving some helpful hints. He's not bitter that he, he that he can't get his money out of his bank he, he knows what he got into okay we all and i still have a bank account i know very well that any day it can get chopped off that's why i got my bitcoin okay if it happens it happens so what i there are some reasons i need a bank account still um but i i'm not gonna i'm not crying to the world if i get if i get act, ex, axed by my bank and Whale Panda isn't either, but I mean, some people on Twitter just totally misread it and say that he's, you know, he's not taking personal responsibility for what he, no, that's not what it's about. It's, it's just a, another reminder why Bitcoin is awesome. But the guy had some weird, I wouldn't say logic, but weird reasoning why Whale Panda was even sharing this story. Like it was a way to pump Bitcoin or make an exchange. I don't even know. Why, even, why do I even bring up such, such a, I'm just so shocked. That anyone could find like a negative interpretation of what Whale Panda had to say there. And I mean, the the doomers that are out there, the people that just want to rip on, I guess, bigger names than them on on crypto. So they get a little bit of a or maybe they're just confused people. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Look, has is Hass right now is is in the uh Sue is in the chat, how you doing? Of course, people in Australia and New Zealand are in the chat right now because it's it's a crazy hour. It's uh, 1130 at night here in Los Angeles. And it's so funny, people keep asking me, you're still in Los Angeles, Adam? Dudes, can you read? I list where I am in the first word under every one of these videos, it says where I am. And I I often mention, I'm in Los Angeles. I talk about pinks, I talk about what I see on the street. I mean, the the listing comprehension here It's, it's shameful. Sometimes it really is shameful. I mean, I I, guys pay attention or just don't want, are you watching the videos just to see my beautiful face? I mean, if that's your reason for it, then watch the videos to see my beautiful face, but I'd rather you pay attention. And again, we're in podcast form right now for all of you people who can pay attention. That's all linked to below too. Pound that like button, bang that bell button, click on all those squares that are out there. I leave Los Angeles Wednesday afternoon. I will then be in Baltimore for over a month. Um, I will uh, see you guys later, bye-bye.